0: Hello hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host Elena Stoddard and to start today's episode off I want to thank you the listener for clicking on the episode. But also I want to introduce and thank this week's guest because I am on with someone who if you need to find last minute dirt on your potential hinge bumble tinder date this person got you if you are debating between two dresses or a pair of shoes they got you if you just need a good old shoulder to cry on or if you even want to laugh This person got you, okay? I'm telling you, alright? So, without further ado, let me introduce to you my friend, Damien.
1: Hello, thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thank you so much for being here. And as always, uh, I just want to introduce what we're going to be covering today, and then we can dig into it, yeah? Yeah, sounds good. Alrighty, so for today's episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about our friendship, of course, just so you get a little idea of how we know each other and the dynamic that's happening, and then we're going to be talking about navigating new environments when you're going through interesting times in your life, because that is something that I think we'll all have to do at some point one one day or another, you know? And we also want to talk a little bit too about long distance friendships. So speaking of friendship, let's just start off with how did you and I meet? What's your memory of this?
1: I think we were first met at like a volleyball practice, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. I remember it was a scrimmage of some sort and I was standing there watching um, everyone else play. And then you turned to me and said, hey, and, and you're you start, like... Yeah, and I was like, hey. <laughs> and you honestly very much did take like lead of the friendship at first, mm-hmm. which is great because I'm usually more introverted, so I really yeah. do appreciate you being the one to instigate.
0: Kind of just reach out, and you're like... Oh, where did you come from? Exactly. You're like, oh, hi. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Damien and I met. We were on the same intramural volleyball team our freshman year. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Whoop, whoop, whoop. Sports bringing people together, LOL. (laughs) Um, And from there, like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Not that this is an interview, but, like, name, major, hometown.
1: All right, so, um, <laughs> I'm Damien, um, I'm a sophomore, I'm majoring in political science and journalism, and I am from a small town right outside of Princeton, New Jersey.
0: So you're from New Jersey, and what are you studying and why?
1: Well, I'm studying political science and journalism. Oh, journal- wait, you said that. Uh, yeah, I did say Lol. It's, Lol. it's totally good, don't worry. <laughs> um, I'm more passionate about journalism, specifically, like, political commentary, um, figuring out why things are happening and what's happening with them and like Mm -hmm. all the details behind it specifically like with global issues so my dream is to eventually like be a foreign correspondent of some kind and then eventually settle down and write for a magazine
0: that is crazy what is a foreign correspondent
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of complicated. <laughs> honestly, it's basically just like somebody who's gonna go to some country, wherever anything's happening, and just report oh. on everything that's happening within it. So sometimes they'll like take pictures. Sometimes they'll just write things. Sometimes they'll do video. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, I didn't know that that was your end goal. I only knew about the magazine part. And our wow, look at me learning new <laughs> things about you.
1: Yeah. um Honestly, it's I've. It's kind of like a newish thing. Like I've always had the idea of journalism and travel, like in the back of my head, specifically yeah. because of Anderson Cooper. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember when I was like, I want to say like fifteen. I read about him, like how he got started, which is basically just him graduating, forging a press pass with his friend, and then flying out to Iran oh without, anybody's help, without anybody's help and anybody's support. That is wild. I know, right? And it's like
0: the audacity,
1: the audacity, but also it's crazy impressive too. It's just like wow. yes
0: yes well i feel like it'd be great because if you literally just get paid to travel like that's your job i think that's awesome
1: exactly yeah
0: and then i was wondering though is there any like danger that comes along with the job if you're traveling
1: yeah i mean i'd say definitely yeah definitely (laughs) like i remember um, Hmm. the same anderson cooper video um or interview he was talking about how he got desensitized to it and how he like always had like somebody there with him, but at the same time, it's still, like, it's a lot, and he mentioned talking about how he had to, like, stop doing any serious commentary for a while, just had to go back to, um, low-key home, things, go back to low-key things like state fairs and things like that, Wow. But, yeah, but I feel like it's something that somebody's got to do it, so.
0: Exactly, and mm. I mean, it sounds like it's one of those professions where you can do it for a little bit, and then you chillax, exactly. and you either go back, or you go find something new, so I feel like it leaves you with a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. And so now that we are all familiar with Damien and we know a little bit about him, we are going to be just talking about navigating in unfamiliar situations and why, why? You might be thinking in your head, why did I pick this topic for this guest? Well, I think Damien is one of those people where he's had so many interesting experiences in his life and he's probably one of the, like, most, um... I guess adaptable, versatile, like you always get through whatever random things happen. Resilient? Yes, Mm. that's a great word. Yeah, and like I feel like recently too, like you picked up theater lately and gotten really into that. And I'm no theater kid, but I know theater's not for the weak.
1: It's certainly not. No, it's... it is
0: not for the weak. Yeah. Especially because you said you're more introverted and now you're literally going on stage and performing for people.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I honestly looking back at myself in high school, I never thought this would happen, but I'd say I say that a lot about most of my experiences here at college. Like yeah. I never thought I would be on a volleyball team for a year. I yeah. never thought I would go to college in New York. I never thought so many different things that have just happened to me. And I've learned to sort of just roll with it and accept Mm -hmm. what happens.
0: So how would you say that you've gotten to a point where you can just roll with things and kind of be okay with it? Because if I were you, like, even now I'm more extroverted, I I would not be in theater. Like, that's scary. Like, how'd you get there?
1: Honestly, um... After a while of, like, things happening and um, things not being able to go exactly the way you plan it or, like, the way you expect things to be, you kind of just learn to be, like, fork it, whatever. Like, yeah. what happens? What happens? Say la vie. And <laughs> C'est <it's>, la vie. <laughs> And also, like, a big part of it is college is only, hopefully, only, like, four years of your life, you know? And then sooner or later, you're going to be gone. You're going to be working a job for 40 something years yeah. um unless you're like get really lucky with like a really good job where you can travel and see or the you world marry rich or you marry rich yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you're basically just yeah. you're stationary so yeah. why not just let do what you can now to enjoy your life and then be able to look back on these memories both fondly and the bad memories too. Look back on them with lessons learned.
0: No, that's a great point that you make. And also, do you think that just being put in so many different situations, do you think that's made it easier for you to be like, let me just roll with the punches solely because maybe not that you've become numb to things, but more you're just like, well, I don't really like how things are going now. Might as well give it a shot.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, like, the perfect way to describe it. Because I don't think... I know people like to say that they're numb to certain things after a while, but that's... I don't think that's ever really true. Oh,
0: hot take?
1: Yeah, hot take. I'm sorry if, like, this... yeah. Oh, no, I
0: like it. Okay, elaborate.
1: Like, everybody says sooner or later, like, oh, it's fine, it's numb, but is it really fine though is it really okay do you really feel fine i feel like to an extent nobody's ever like perfectly fine with how they are like how their life turns out or like perfectly fine with like a negative event because how can you be
0: but i think
1: it's just how you learn to cope with it and how you learn to accept what's happening to you and just live life and take the good and the bad
0: yeah i really love that the way that you phrase that and I think that's something I need to be better at as well, <laughs> is being like, don't be numb. Don't sweep it all under a carpet. That's what my therapist calls me out for.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a pretty big thing like that I've learned to throughout, well, all my life basically, that you can't really sweep things under the rug because sooner or later you're going to trip over it. So, oh, that's a yeah.
0: good me like tiptoeing around my little mental space and emotions like don't trip on that. Oh, don't knock that over. Oh, don't touch that. And <laughs> it, pretty soon you're like jengaing tetrising yourself.
1: Exactly. So yeah. that's why you just need to accept things for what they are and then you'll be able to take what you've learned and you and take out the trash basically everything under the rug and just learn to live with yourself in your nice clean space
0: yeah clean it up
1: yeah like Marie Kondo
0: (laughs) (laughs) Marie Kondo it yes for sure so transitioning more to a little bit of a lighter topic now we're talking about long distance friendships yippee and once again I feel like Damien is a master at these so tell me tell me now how do you even sustain a friendship just a friendship in general
1: yeah so basically honestly like maintaining friendships in general like it's i mean honestly some friendships in college even still feel long distance when you're on the same campus especially if you're in a different school or you guys just don't have um clubs that align like you and me you're with business and sports and me with my liberal arts and um more writing and theater-based groups
0: yeah exactly you and i don't really intersect that much so what would you say is important to keep your friendships alive because that's also tough
1: just contact honestly which is so good especially like with our digital age that we're in we have phones you can always just text and Mm -hmm. just send messages and honestly i feel like one big thing that people get wrapped up about in friendships especially like nowadays um When we are so digitized and so, like, connected to our phones, people assume that you have to respond automatically, and that you have Uh, to always be able to contact, which I feel like is not fair, mm because, think about it, back in, like, the 70s, when people only had their, like, telephones and saw each other in person, you just give them a call, they don't pick up, they don't pick up.
0: Oh, like, you mean, like, landline? Yeah, landline. Like, if they're not home, if they're taking a dump on the toilet?
1: Exactly. They're not getting to you until later. You just gotta accept it. Yeah. And... Sometimes you just don't have the bandwidth or the energy to automatically reach out to somebody. Sometimes you just need the time to decompress and take time for yourself. Yeah. And I feel like real friends will accept that. And I feel like real friends will be able to empathize with the fact that you just need some time or you should be able to accept that they need time and that they need to be able to do things for themselves.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's a great point that kind of makes people maybe shy away from communicating because they're like shoot like if this i text this person and they don't text me back right away my feelings are hurt and it's like no they were just in class and now they have rehearsal like chill
1: exactly like Like, it's
0: it's not that deep bro
1: yeah i feel like that's a well that's something i had to learn too after a while because i did struggle with like being anxious about certain things like oh if i don't if i respond twice then i'll look like a loser however it's not that deep if yeah if they're are really your friend they won't care they won't they'll just accept it they'll say oh sorry I was doing this I was doing that however I have time now to catch up so let's do it
0: yeah and I think I like that you added that last point in at the end the idea of let's say you're really swamped just being like hi I see your text I have a midterm tomorrow but let's catch up after one that's when my test is over exactly like good communication on that part and um now to kind of round it out and this so actually before my guests come on the podcast i send them like a little rough outline of things but this one this one's on the spot this was not on the plan
1: oh wow i feel so honored
0: yeah this is on the spot and i wanted to end it with i know that do you know who whitney cummings is no she's a comedian uh i'm so sorry i just listened to her podcast every once in a while i should know more about her but she's a comedian and she always ends a lot of time her guests with red yellow and green flag like she'll ask the guests like out of the blue like okay give me a red yellow and green flag but she does more like romantic relationships but since we're talking about friendships i want you to give me the stoplight for a friend
1: okay so my red light has to be people who make like really out of like nowhere comments just, just
0: kind of out of pocket out of pocket
1: comments especially yeah. when it's like about like sort of sensitive topics just out of nowhere for no reason
0: things like race politics oh, yeah. my feels absolutely you know just general things that you don't talk about at the dinner table
1: exactly like if somebody were to especially about like race and politics and everything in general because that's just like why like what happened in your head that made you say that and also what makes you think it's okay to say something like that around me.
0: Yeah, it's just like microaggressions, things like that. I'm like, bro, what happened to your filter?
1: Oh, Please. especially microaggressions.
0: Please, what happened to your filter? Put it back on. Exactly. Please
1: And I feel like that's something that many people have to learn, especially like if you're a person of color at a predominantly white area. Like yeah. it's just something that sooner or later you're going to be crossed with and it's tough. It's really hard a lot of the time, but you're just gonna have to be able to say is this right is this the right thing for me red light yeah should i just cut it off now
0: exactly so i think that's a great red light what would you say is your yellow light then
1: my yellow light are friends who don't return things that they borrow like let's say (gasps) oh that's
0: so good yeah
1: like in high school i had this pen that i loved it was like this fancy um pen i got from muji or something like it was just like this really nice ballpoint pen and i was and then i was like in class with a friend and they didn't have anything to write with and they're like hey can i borrow something and i was like sure so i gave him the pen didn't not... get it back for like six months
0: you're nice muji pen yeah and i
1: know it's like a small thing because like muji pens are like cheap but still it's like it's a nice pen
0: it's the principle yeah, it's of the principle. not respecting my do, you... do i owe you anything did I you know <laughs> not that i know of <laughs> did i borrow anything that i didn't give back
1: and i feel like that's like such a yeah. common thing with like a lot of friendships especially and mm. like not even friendships who like familial sense. yeah
0: common sense like if i borrow a pen from the kid mm. next to me in class i'll give it back
1: yeah and like if you borrow something from your sister you're gonna return it to her right something like that
0: what? No, no uh, just well,
1: <laughs> okay we'll cut you some slack there but like in general just like Return what doesn't belong to you, please. And especially if it's, like, something that they value. Like, does, it doesn't matter how big or small it is. Just...
0: Yeah. Just yeah. show care to your objects. Yeah, okay. And rounding this whole podcast episode off, green light. what is something where you're like, wow, the person does that? They are a great friend. They seem like a cool human being. Like, woo, gold star sticker to you.
1: If they're willing to just sit with you in silence in like when you hang out and not necessarily like need to fill it i think that's when you know like a friendship has transcended from like moderately casual to close because really
0: just being comfortable with silence
1: exactly because i feel like a lot of people just they feel the need that they always need to be talking or always feel the silence when sometimes all somebody really needs is just somebody to sit with quietly and just and just be around them exactly
0: Oh, I like these. I would not have thought about the silence one. I would have said something like, oh, they're trustworthy, they're compassionate. (laughs) Like, no, can you beat the awkward silence with someone?
1: Oh, definitely. I think I learned that from, um, well, I did track for a semester in high school. Yeah. And I think that's where I learned that because after a while you just learn to run with people that you run with and you don't have to talk when you run.
0: Yes, I was a runner too in high school and I would definitely say that that trait Applies, and that's how you just get so close to your teammates. Yeah. Yeah. But on that note, I want to give another big round of applause to Damien. Yeah. Everyone cheer. Everyone cheer. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here with us today. And we wish you a wonderful rest of your week.
1: Yeah. Bye.